And so that created this huge wedge where we really felt that trapped teammate, stranded yes. stranger experience. We're very and we disconnected. Were, we were way on opposite sides of that relational chasm. Yeah. And um, in fact, as we went through that season, uh, we hit a point where we were really close mm-hmm. to separating. We were yeah. we were tired of each other. Yeah. And man, if that's you, we just want to give you some encouragement yeah. because we were really challenged in that season to say, you know, okay, what are we going to do to invest in our to, in our to marriage? fight for our yeah. marriage? And this whole idea of building our romance and and having date nights and everything, it was something we knew. Okay, we need to do this. And we just didn't want. We to didn't do it. feel like it. No, no. We were exhausted. We there was a lot of conflict going on between us. Yeah. I I remember you suggesting date night and just uh, feeling dread. Like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Welcome to the Blended Family Coaching Show, where you'll discover how to move your step family from just surviving to truly thriving. Grab your headphones and listen in as we share practical, real-life strategies for building healthy bonds. Understanding the kids' perspective. Romance and partnership. Parenting with great teamwork. And yes, even co-parenting with a difficult ex. We're Mike and Kim Anderson, and we believe with the right tools, every step couple can overcome the common challenges of stepfamily life. Join us for authentic and sometimes comical conversations to discover how you can lead your family with confidence and create the future you really want. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. It is almost Valentine's Day. Woo! <laughs> this is going to be the best episode to go along with Valentine's Day because we're going <laughs> to chat about some things that are actually really fitting for this particular holiday. Plus, we've got an extra special mm-hmm. opportunity that we're going to share toward the end of our time. Very, so make sure that yeah. you stick around to the end of this episode because we're going to find out how we can help you not just make this Valentine's Day great, but what about all the future Valentine's Days that you guys get to enjoy together as a couple? We want to invest in those right now. So yeah. make sure you stick around and check out what we've got. Yes, it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Now, in last week's episode, we talked about something that every step couple will experience to some degree, and we definitely have walked through this in our journey, and that's this uneasy, kind of this biological divide where we can feel like we're either the trapped teammate who's stuck on the inside, struggling, or struggling really to make everyone happy, to Mm -hmm. try and make their kids happy and their partner happy, or the stranded stranger who mm. often feels like an outsider in their own home and they're yep. struggling to, to kind in. of fit in. That's yeah, right. it's really, really difficult. Now, if you didn't catch last week's episode, um, it would be really helpful mm-hmm. for everyone yeah. um, to go back and listen to that. So you have a complete understanding. You see the big picture. This is part two. Mm-hmm. You want to go and uh, really absorb part one as well. Yeah. And we'll link to that in the show notes. Yeah. So you can understand what the dynamic really is, mm-hmm. why it happens, how we even get here and how we're impacted by it. Yeah. Now, if you've already listened to it, you already get it. Then in this episode, we're going to share one strategy. That's a really healthy habit that's going to help you to create an environment that can minimize the stress, the frustration, the loneliness that Uh, comes when we experience that trapped teammate stranded stranger dynamic. So mm -hmm. today's strategy is going to help you in a pretty proactive way to prepare and equip yourselves. And 
it can be really effective to take action when you're feeling like a trapped teammate or a stranded stranger. Yeah, so they're already there. Yeah. And so what we're going to talk about today is all about building your romantic mm-hmm. relationship. And this is apart from parenting and all the other business of family life. But how is it that you're connecting as a couple? We're going to yeah. talk about that today. It's so important. And, you know, as we talk about this, it might sound really simplistic, but don't tune us out here because we know <laughs> from our own experience and our mm-hmm. own relationship and working with many other step couples yeah. that it's really easy to just slide into this state of kind of complacency about our relationship and our romance and really being proactive about investing into our marriage and spending some quality time together. Mm-hmm. Because often date night and bonding time as a couple starts to rank really low on the list of priorities because mm-hmm. we can get really overwhelmed with everything else. And so it's common to neglect our relationship. Yep. And especially when we're all living under one roof. We're juggling all these responsibilities. Mm -hmm. We've got the crazy schedule, the kids' activities, work. It all just kind of piles on. And You mean blended families are busy? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And what we've learned is that when we neglect our relationship or when we really haven't been spending enough quality time together connecting, that's when this trapped teammate, stranded stranger dynamic can start to overcome our emotions. It it, it increases. Mm -hmm. And the biological divide slowly becomes a relational divide. Mm. And those feelings of being stuck on the inside or the outside, they get even stronger and harder to manage. They intensify when we neglect our relationship. That's right. And that that can be really frustrating and Mm -hmm. stressful. And I know that there's already some (laughs) listeners that are feeling the tension rise, but for a different reason. Yeah. Right? They're going, oh, great. Okay. It's Valentine's Day. They're already talking about romance and Kim throws the word date night out there. (laughs) Great. So what does that mean about if I'm going to start focusing on date nights and all of this, that means I'm choosing my spouse over my kids and I just don't know if I can do that. Uh, feeling that trapped teammate feeling yeah. already just, just by the mention this, of it, right? Gonna... <laughs> and so some of you might be thinking about that right now. You, you might only have your kids part-time. Mm-hmm, and that's you know, tough. already kind of strategizing around this just builds that tension and creating this time uh, is really challenging. So maybe you're strategizing already saying, okay, Well, you know what? Then we'll just do it when the kids aren't in our home so we don't impact our time with them. Okay. Well, that's a good, that's a good thought process. And you know what? There are times that that we can do that. That can be part of the strategy. I do want to challenge that thought for just a second though. So I, I actually see a couple of reasons that we intentionally invest in our partnership. And one, of course, is for our own health and for our own relationship. And getting that time alone together is one of the ways that we get to experience that. absolutely crucial. Yeah, but there's another piece to the puzzle for me. I want to be a really good model for our kids and stepkids Mm -hmm. for their future marriage someday. And I I want you to think about that for a second. How can you be intentional about these healthy investments you're making into your marital relationship in a way that lets your kids see the investment you're making. Mm. If you only do date night on the nights that the kids are at their other house, they don't see you putting Mm -hmm. that intentional effort into your relationship. 
Now, I know this is a really tough one. Like, we don't want to leave our kids. We don't want them to be left with a babysitter on the precious time that we have with them. But what are we doing to make sure that they actually see the intentional connection investment that we're making with each other as a couple? Right. Yeah, it's now, important. I'm certainly not suggesting that you're going to take that, you know, a weekend getaway together or, you know, on the one weekend that you've got your kids. But but maybe, you know, one time a month or even only once a quarter, you might actually intentionally mm-hmm. schedule your date night on a week that or on a night that you have your kids sure. home so that they can see this. You're just you're just modeling and it's just it's a few hours, but you're modeling what they're going to need to do someday in their own relationship. And an important piece of this is that the kids need to see your investment because it actually gives them security. That's right. If they see that you're working on your relationship, you're investing, that gives them a bigger picture of, wow, this, they're going to make it there. This is going to last the long run because they're actually, you know, investing and working on their relationship. And that gives kids a sense of security. That's right. That's right. It's so important that they see that. Yeah. So if you're feeling that tension, I got one more angle here to think to, to try. I guess I I sound like I'm trying to convince (laughs) you, but one more thing to think about, you know, if we were talking about a first family model, uh, kids would have been there then from, from day zero since the day they were born. And there would probably have been some level of habit of dating and there would be babysitters hired or they're going to grandma's or wherever they're going to go. And it would never even be a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, a first family couple dating and leaving kids with someone else while they do take that date. It's not even a question. Yeah. And then we go through a separation, a divorce. And now the kids get into this position where they're used to having us all the time. They're yeah. not like when it was a first family where they were used to mom and dad yeah, going out on dates. Because single parents mm-hmm. are, are fo- fully focused, hyper-focused even on their kids. On the kids. Now they're in this position where they have to share with another person, that yeah. other partner. That gets really difficult for all of us. For the kids, it's hard for us as bio parents. Sometimes it's hard for the step parents as well. But what we want to do, again, is we want to be modeling what we want for our kids down the road when they're in their own marriage. And man, I want my kids to date well when they're in their own marriage. Yeah. And so I, the, the best way I can teach them that is to do that date well with Kim. They need and to so, see an example of what right. a healthy marriage looks like and what it takes yeah. to build a healthy marriage. It yep. doesn't just magically happen. Yeah. You have to be intentional and kids need to understand that. And if you're feeling guilt around this, we're going to talk about that in an upcoming episode. That's right. So I know this can trigger a lot of guilt in people, especially when you have limited time with your kids, Mm -hmm. but it's actually something very healthy for your kids to see. So we want to kind of shift your mind around that. I remember a funny story uh, with Annika on this was her dad and stepmom were having some pretty serious marital problems in their Mm -hmm. home. And Mike and I had been regularly investing in our relationship and actually going away to, on marriage retreats yeah. on, on an annual Several, basis. Yeah. And she, mm-hmm. she would see us march off to these retreats and leave the kids behind. Mm-hmm. And her dad and stepmom were really struggling and. She said to her dad, you know, why don't you do, do what mommy and Mike do and, and go on a go marriage, on a marriage retreat, retreat. Yeah. <laughs> spend some quality that. time together. I don't think you liked hearing it. It didn't go yeah. over very well, <laughs> but it was a great picture that she was That's noticing. Yeah. She was seeing the difference in the two couples. 
That's right. We both had issues and things Problems we had to respond to yep. in life, but we were doing things differently because we were investing in our relationship. And Very she true. noticed that difference yeah. so much so that she even vocalized it. So th- yeah. they're watching. That's they, right. They, they need your example. Yeah. So if you have that tension, just want you to encourage you that we're, we're, we're teaching our kids while we do this. Yeah. Yeah. So what else might, might well, somebody be thinking? Another thing that people uh, get a little bit hung up on is, wow, when do we have the time to, to do a date night? Give me a break. I mean, we're barely <laughs> in survival mode here running around yeah. with this crazy schedule. You know, how is this possibly going to mm-hmm. happen? Yep. And, you know, I hate to break this to you, but we just don't accept that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're going to be blunt today. I, I am like going to be blunt. Good. Because what I think about is how did you possibly date and fall in love? Yeah. Before you were under one roof. Yeah. yeah. When did you find the time to date? It takes mm-hmm. time to fall in love and spend quality time together and get to know each yeah. other. That is an investment. And you probably have the same amount of kids. Yeah. Probably. Unless you have mutual kids together. And that's yeah. a whole nother thing. If you have little small but babies in your still, home. Still. Yeah. Even in that time. But chances make that are you have the same amount of kids. You probably have the same similar work schedule. Probably. You have similar responsibilities. Probably. And back then, you were able to carve out time mm-hmm. to spend together, to get to know each other, mm-hmm. to nurture your relationship, to invest. Yeah. So it's it's about making it a priority. True. Yes, we all have busy schedules, but you've got to be able to make it a priority and get away together. Yeah, that's right. And and you know, along with time, a lot of times we hear, "Well, we just we don't have the money yeah, for dating. finances." And we just want to, you know, we've been in seasons where we've had plenty and mm-hmm. we've been in seasons where we've had hardly anything. And what we've learned is um, it's so important to continue to make the investment re- regardless of where our income level is in that season, regardless of what kind of debt we have. We've we've found the importance of finding ways to set aside time to connect just for us and it doesn't have to be expensive. There's a park uh, near where we live in Bellingham, Washington. Uh, it's called Boulevard Park. And there's this really cool boardwalk that comes out of it and goes along the water and goes up into a little old town area. Man, one of our favorite date mm-hmm. nights is getting a cup of coffee and just walking that. Well, in the, in the summertime. Not yeah. right. It's raining right now <laughs> while we're recording this. But just grabbing grabbing a, a cheap cup of coffee and, and hitting the trail and walking through there and walking around downtown it costs us almost nothing. And it's one of our favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking we don't have the time, well, Kim already dispelled that for you. You've got the time and she was very clear. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, if you think you don't have the money, you don't need money to have really effective, fun, enjoyable date nights. Yeah. You might have to get really creative or you might have to take advantage of some opportunities. I mean, our last date that we really connected was... We borrowed a friend's canoes and went out on yeah. on the lake that yeah, she that lived really on. Nice. And I just asked her, can we use your mm-hmm. your canoes and go out on the lake? Yeah. And it creative. didn't cost us a dime. And we had a great day connecting mm-hmm. and relaxing. Creativity is great. And so is being opportunistic. That's that what means, I mean. That means all advantage. Of, well, that, <laughs> I, when I think of opportunistic, I also think about sometimes we feel like, oh, we got to plan this big thing or whatever. But sometimes it's really fun to just be like, hey, you want to go on a date tonight? Or 
spontaneous. You know, being spontaneous. Yes, yeah, I guess I, I guess spontaneous yes. is a little bit better That's than what that we're looking word. For. Yeah. So <laughs> think in terms of, uh, of that as well. So let's talk about there's there's another thing that can get in the way of this, and it can be when we're really stressed. Yeah. And when things are going on, and we know what it's We've like. Been there. We know what it's like to be in that season where like. I don't even want to go on date night. I, I don't really want to connect with you mm -hmm. right now. And so maybe we could share a little bit of that story. Yeah, we went through a really difficult season. It was uh, about 10 years into our marriage, actually. Mm. actually mm -hmm. And we were forced into the family court system. That's kind of a long story with some pretty extreme situations with my ex. But it was grueling. It was yeah. a three-year battle. It was exhausting. It was emotionally draining. Um, it took all of our resources. We were just barely treading yeah. water and talk about it, not having money yeah, or time, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or energy. And, yeah. and what we were doing was important. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were literally fighting to yeah. have a relationship with my daughter, um, that was healthy. But in the meantime, we put our relationship on the back burner. Mm -hmm. We really didn't take the time we needed to connect mm -hmm. on a romantic level. Yeah. We were all about the business. Yeah, we slid our relationship to the back burner mm -hmm. and put all of our effort into this valiant cause yep. as the way we important saw it, cause. Uh, which it was important, yep. and we needed to focus energy there, but we traded rather than finding a good rhythm mm -hmm. to be able to do both. And so that created this huge wedge where we really felt that trapped teammate, stranded yes. stranger experience. We're very and we disconnected. Were, we were way on opposite sides of that relational chasm. Yeah. And um, in fact, as we went through that season, uh, we hit a point where we were really close mm -hmm. to separating. We were yeah. we were tired of each other. Yeah. And man, if that's you, we just want to give you some encouragement yeah. because we were really challenged in that season to say, you know, okay, what are we going to do to invest in our, to, in our to marriage? To fight for our yeah. marriage. And this whole idea of building our romance and, and having date nights and everything, it was something we knew, okay, we need to do this. And we just didn't want we to We didn't do it. feel like it. No, no. We were exhausted. We, there was a lot of conflict going on between us. Yeah. I, I remember you suggesting date night and just uh, feeling dread. Like, yeah. uh, yeah. So sometimes we hit those, those That's seasons right. in right. our marriage and it's a turning point. Are we mm -hmm. going to decide to fight for our relationship and for our family? Right. Or are we going to let it continue to slide and divide, slide and divide more and more and more? Yeah. Um, so you have to decide. That's right. And, and so you might be in that position or maybe you're heading into uh, a battle. Like mm -hmm. sometimes we run into a people who are on thing. the front end of a court thing. battle or a tough season or whatnot. And we want you to be able to avoid getting yeah. all of the way to that place where you just don't want to be around each other. Yeah. And, and one of the ways to do that is be sure that we're going to regularly invest in the relationship. Even when things are crazy busy, we don't think we have time for it. We don't think we have the money for it. It's not something we can neglect. We've got to make it a priority to figure out how, how we're going to have quality time together. Yeah. We're going to talk about some ways to do that. Um, and, and we, when we do that, that's one key way that we're going to yeah. minimize that feeling of being a trapped teammate 
or a stranded stranger. Yeah, it really does help. Mm-hmm. It does. Believe us. <laughs> yeah, because when we when we have those feelings pop up, then we're already connected. We're starting at a starting mm-hmm. from a place of connection rather than trying to reach a place of connection. Yeah. And it's a very, very different yeah, place to be. Yeah, you're already there. And when it comes to this whole prioritizing thing, I really love this quote that it's not about prioritizing your schedule, taking everything that you already have to do and trying to plug it into the calendar. It's about scheduling your priorities and saying, you know what, we're going to sift this whole dating thing to the top and it's going to be one of the first things that we're putting on our calendar. That's what scheduling priorities looks like rather than just prioritizing the schedule. Yeah, and there is an actual strategy we want to present to you around how you can turn this time together, this quality time, to really grow your romantic relationship. It's not just a date night. It's really a time to connect at a deeper level and a time to share and hear what's really on each other's hearts. Yeah. You want to go deep. It doesn't just, it's not just, hey, let's go hang out and have some fun together. That's Mm -hmm. part of it. Mm -hmm. But you also want to make sure that you're making that deeper connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got to be quality time. Mm -hmm. Like one of the things, you know, one of the reasons that we drifted so far apart during that Mm -hmm. core battle was not that we didn't necessarily ever show up for a date night. It's that our date nights were overtaken by the discussion of business. Problems. And a real date night with each other, it's not a time for problem solving. It's not a time to talk about the business of making our family move forward. It's not about parenting or finances or any of those things. Those are all important things. And there's times where we might want to get away to a coffee shop or a restaurant purposely to talk to that Mm -hmm. about that. But that doesn't really count as a date night. No. They're important, but they're separate from building our romance together. Um, And so we want to use our date night to develop a connection as a couple and really uh, build our romantic bond. Mm -hmm. So if if you want date night to be successful and really keep that partnership and commitment to each other vibrant, then we're going to need to be intentional about how you'll connect while you're spending some of that quality time together. Sounds really romantic, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you got to do what you got to do. And we've been here. Mm -hmm. We've been here. Even in a season when we really didn't want to be around each other. Yeah. So we want to talk to you about some intentional ways to create healthy boundaries around your time together, around your date night, with the goal of spending quality time together that's really focused on connecting as a couple. Yeah. So how do we do that? What are some boundaries we can put into place? Yeah, well, one one of them I already said, Mm -hmm. don't talk about work. Um, Don't talk about people we find really challenging. Don't talk about parenting. Those we can pretty easily talk about it. Hey, don't, don't talk about this. Yeah. Kids, household challenges, finances, all mm-hmm. all those things. However, there's a, a little caveat to this. Yeah, what do you do when <laughs> you just can't get it out of your mind? Yeah, like right? in our tough season, I was pretty overwhelmed with all these things we had going on with my ex and my daughter and the courts. And I was, I mean, that was at the forefront of my brain. So if I was going to be told, oh, you can't talk about those things, I probably would have exploded. <laughs> so we actually did put some boundaries around that um, at one point when we realized, wow, we're drifting. We need to start 
fighting for our relationship. Yeah. So what we did was we allowed for a certain amount of time to mm -hmm. let me kind of vent and talk about those things that mm -hmm. were at the front of my mind. Mm -hmm. We we maybe in a half hour. Yeah, maybe even an hour. Yeah, just yeah. to kind of um, vent those things. And then at some point, even if you have to set an alarm, that's okay. Yeah, everybody's got an alarm yep. on the phone. At yep. some point, we're going to shift the conversation. That's right. Once we get all of the business stuff out and on the table, mm -hmm. um, now we're going to shift the conversation and we're going to talk about some different things. Yeah. And, you know, I'd add actually setting an alarm is really a great idea in this case mm -hmm. because the alarm is now the uh the impartial third party mm -hmm. it's not one of you going okay now it's time to shift the conversation yeah. but we gr agree together as a team it, how much time we're going to invest mm -hmm. and then when the alarm goes off it's 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 yeah. not one of us telling the other yeah. so if you even need great, that time yeah, if, if you, you don't need it, it mm -hmm. great but if you actually do need some time to just mm -hmm. get it out set an alarm yeah that's great the third party thing yeah now talking about really practical this is a this is a really practical thing as well um, we've got a little place over by our movie theater that I enjoy going to. And, um, when we, we like go movies, into the, when by we, the way. yeah, we do. <laughs> when we go into the, the little cafe, um, there's, there's, you've, you've probably been in these places where there's lots of TVs around. I don't know about you or, or many other guys. I don't, there's things that can be on TV in a restaurant that I don't even like to watch, but I can't keep myself from my eyes drifting there. Yeah. Uh, so when you're going to sit down, if you know that that's a challenge for you and you want to mm -hmm. show up for date night well and you want to connect with your spouse, then, you know, even if you have to sit on the same side of the booth, put yourself in a position where the TV is yeah. not right in your line of sight. Yeah. That's just a really practical yeah. way to be sure that you're not being distracted from what you're really there to do, which yeah. is to connect. And so, of course, don't get distracted by your phone either. Yeah, exactly. And so. Yeah, the phone, silent, <laughs> yeah, except for the there. alarm, yeah, except, except for the, for alarm. the alarm. Yeah, let's not talk about that. No Facebook, no Instagram, uh, none of that. Unless you're taking yeah. a selfie and you're posting it on there together. So you're eliminating distractions. You're exactly. going to allow for some time, if you need it, to talk yep. about business, yeah, family business, parenting, whatever. Yeah. And then you're going to shift the conversation. That's right. And we're going to talk about other things. Yeah. We're going to talk about things like, what are we, what are our goals? Like, where are we mm -hmm. headed? Maybe as a couple, as a family, what are some of our dreams? Yes, like we, we had to dream together. It, it wasn't too long ago. We had this, we're kind of nearing empty nest and we, we had a, a, some really deep, good conversations about, well, what, what does, mm -hmm. what does marriage look like after the kids are gone? Cause yeah. so much of our stuff is focused on the kids yeah. right now. Talking um, about hopes, yeah. hopes for the future, mm -hmm. hopes for our, and our growth as individuals and our growth mm -hmm. as a couple. Mm -hmm. I love to hear what Kim's learning yeah. just for her own life, not necessarily for us, but yeah. for her. Yeah. And sharing, you know, what kind of internal struggles we're having. Mm -hmm. It's really about expressing your hearts to yeah. each other, making that heart to heart connection. And mm -hmm. We've got to get vulnerable to do that. Yeah. We've got to let let the walls down mm -hmm. and get vulnerable so we can really connect like you did when you first met, when you first, first started getting up. to know That's each right. other. Yep. And you were sharing on a deep level. Yep. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this can be a really tough conversation mm -hmm. for guys. Right. <laughs> oh, great. I got to talk about my feelings <laughs> and all that. You know, you, to Kim's point, you probably shared 
a lot more while you were dating yeah. than maybe you do now if you've mm -hmm. been married for any length of time. How do you get your mindset back into that old dating mode? Get yeah. your mindset on, I want to, I want to get to know this woman and I want to Continue have her to get to, to, know, get to know me. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you might, you might even challenge yourself to, if you want to figure out this whole vulnerability thing, one of your challenges for yourself, a game you can play with yourself is I want to try to share something new about myself that maybe the other, maybe my spouse doesn't know yet. Yeah. So, I mean, that can be kind of a, mm -hmm. a fun game to play with yourself of like, oh, okay, let me try to think. And, and of course, you know, we're coming up on almost two decades. Yeah. And so it's harder to think of those things. Or get curious about your spouse. That's Ask right. them some open-ended questions mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. from their childhood or their mm -hmm. uh, past experiences. Yeah. 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 What was the most fun thing you did when you were 10 years old? Like any, anything. <laughs> yeah. so, so or like what that. was your most memorable birthday party? Right. Just... It can be stupid and silly things, but you're still connecting. And you might be amazed at where it goes, yeah. where the conversation goes. And then another great tip is to lean into humor and playfulness. Mm. So often we lose that when we get into the business of, of raising a family and all yeah. the responsibilities and all the stressors that we're navigating. Yep. You know, just find ways to laugh together, just to do something fun together. Maybe mm -hmm. again, mm -hmm. tap back into your days of dating. That's right. If you like to go and play pool and hang out when you were dating, go do that again. Totally. Flirt with each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And you know, you might be feeling like, I hear this from wives a bit that uh, my husband just doesn't want to do that. Well, lead by example. Mm -hmm. One of the best ways to get people to come along with you is just you doing it. Don't yeah. try not to feel that tension. Try to let that go. And just you start sharing new things. You laugh. Mm -hmm. You lean into humor. You point out something funny. Yeah. And watch what might happen. You might be surprised. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, also, sometimes this is really real. It might not just be your spouse who's having a hard time joining you. you but you might just, be like you said, you just don't want to show up. Or you, you know, the alarm goes off and you're done talking about business and now it's, you're supposed to shift the conversation and you both just and sit there in silence. <laughs> you're like, great. Now what awkward. are we supposed to say? Right. Oh, we've actually been there. We have many, <laughs> many times. And we, there was a season where every date night we took the silly little book of conversation starters. Yeah. And you know what? That was so valuable because it got us talking but I got to tell you, it actually took a lot of courage for us to get there because we actually had to admit to each other, I don't really want to talk to you right yeah. now. I don't really have much to say. Yeah. And it was hard to admit that to yes. ourselves and to each other. But then just being practical and saying, but I'm committed to loving you. I'm mm -hmm. committed to this marriage and we're going to make this work. And so here's one way that we can try to get over this hump. Right. And some of the stuff was really stupid, but you know, some of it we were able to laugh yeah. at and be like, that's dumb. Why would we even talk yeah. about that? And then we yeah. move on to something else. Yes. Gra do that. Oh. Get a book of conversation starters if mm -hmm. you need it. Mm -hmm. It can be fun. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I, I like this quote. Um, Patricia Paper now says that connection and intimacy when we're stuck has to come from feeling into each other's experience and from creating moments of caring in the midst of the challenge. Right. There's intentionality in there. We have to create those moments of caring. And the more that we do that, the more connection and intimacy we have, then when we hit those stuck feelings of being the trapped teammate 
or the stranded mm-hmm. stranger. Again, we're starting at a place of connection rather than trying to find that connection yeah. when we're in the middle of that challenge. So it's challenging to to feel into each other's experience during that stuck season if, if we ha- aren't connected. regularly connecting. We've yeah. got to connect. Yeah, if there's already a big divide there, it's going to be even harder yep. to overcome those yep. feelings. Yeah, being intentional and investing in a regular date night, a regular time of connection is going to be a powerful yep. investment for you minimizing the trap teammate stranded stranger experience. I promise as you get to the yeah. other side and you do that, yeah, don't just it's poo-poo poo this it. and nope. push it away. <laughs> this right. really does help. That's right. Building on that romantic relationship really yeah. helps you to understand each other better in the moments when you're stressed. Yeah. And, and you know, circumstances, you're going to have circumstances that are going to polarize your experience. You you're going to be on opposite sides you of that are. divide. But this is going to be your lifeline that's going to help you minimize that stress. Um, now, you might still experience some of that biological divide. You got yeah. kids pulling you one yeah, way and they're, you know, those kids are pulling you. But you don't have to experience a relational divide at the same time. Yeah. You can choose to stay connected and you can choose to invest in how you're going to stay connected as you move along. Yeah. And how this works is if we are intentionally spending quality time together and we're connected we have that intention, then when we hit these moments, when we're feeling the trapped teammate or the stranded stranger, we're much more inclined to give each other that quick little hug or that knowing glance or just that encouraging comment because Mm -hmm. we see that our partner is struggling in that insider or outsider role. We understand and we're connected. And then our tendency is to care for each other in those tough moments. Mm -hmm. If our romantic relationship has grown, our capacity to care for each other also grows, and we're better able to serve each other when we see that that our partner is just simply struggling and stuck. They're feeling trapped. They're feeling stranded. We're connected. We're a team. Now I can have empathy Mm -hmm. rather than um, adding to the stress and the tension. Yeah, I think we're we're getting better at being able to identify when the other person, each other is either trapped or stranded. Yeah. And then we're getting better at showing up for each other in the moment. But that's taken a lot of investment. And one of the major investments we've made is in our romance and actually mm-hmm. in our date nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if you're feeling a bit trapped right now as that trapped teammate and you're just still struggling with leaving your kids behind with a babysitter to go spend time with your spouse. Yeah, you might have been really uncomfortable yeah. during this conversation. <laughs> or if you're just having a hard time juggling, we want to encourage you to go back and listen to episode number three, which is all about juggling time. Yeah, that's it's right. So and we'll link challenging. to that in the show notes. Yep. Yeah. And you know, since Valentine's Day is coming Woo! up, this is the perfect time to jump in and rejuvenate your romance. Don't be afraid to get cheesy, have some fun, (laughs) laugh, and just do whatever you need to do to reconnect. Mm -hmm. And don't stop there, right? Get out your busy calendar and carve out time for yourselves. Regularly scheduled time. Be consistent with this. And it doesn't have to be expensive 
or elaborate. Don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. Sweet and simple really does go a long That's way. True. Yeah, sometimes it's better, <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, the bottom line here is to do what you can do to stay connected and to continually build your romance and your friendship. Yeah, that's right. And and you know, if you've learned anything in this episode, it's really that building romance and connection is something we have to be intentional yeah. about. It takes investment. And so we want to help you make an investment that's going to last for your marriage and for your family. I said at the beginning of the episode that we had an opportunity for you that's going to help you with your Valentine's Day today, Mm -hmm. but also those future Valentine's Days. You know, our marriage and our romance isn't the only thing we've got to invest in in order to make everything work really well. There's parenting challenges. There's bonding and step relationships. That can be really hard. Dealing with a difficult ex Mm -hmm. can frustrate the heck out of us. Oh, gosh. And it can all be a real downer, actually. When we're distracted by all of that, Valentine's Day might be a bit painful, actually. Yeah, when you've got all that If you're in that that season, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So that's why we've decided to put together what we're called the Ultimate Valentine's Bundle. That's going to give you the tools that you need to safeguard your family from all of these challenges and really invest in your marriage like never before. We've put a whole bunch of stuff together, even some personal one-on-one coaching from Mm -hmm. us. It's all bundled into one low price to make it super easy for you to make the most important investment that you really could make into your family. So if you want to enjoy some more connection in your home and really get excited about all the Valentine's days that are to come, don't (laughs) miss out on this limited time bundle. Check out the link in the show notes to the ultimate Valentine's bundle and get signed up. And then we're going to be there personally connecting with you and helping you move forward. So be intentional about Mm -hmm. building your romance, just like all the stuff that we've talked about today and making an investment into that ultimate Valentine's bundle is going to pay off and it's going to help you to ease that trapped teammate, stranded stranger struggle. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. So that's that number one strategy to battle the trapped teammate, stranded stranger dynamic is having a, a regular and vibrant date night and doing it really well. Staying connected. That's right. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. Mm -hmm. I think that makes this episode a wrap. Yep. Until next time. 